hopeless loves i hope you're not thinking about playing our episode on speaker yeah that's not gonna work this episode is intended for a mature audience listener discretion is advised The views and opinions expressed on this podcast by others is not the views and the opinions of the podcast or the podcast hosts. This episode was brought to you by Stereo. Stereo is an app where you can hear a lot of opinions in people's point of views go check it out on the app store right now hey love series fans welcome back and we are now on part three for dating tips for men and you have three minutes because miley cyrus is up right now with do your thing Bitch, 
don't worry about me I got it all arranged, bitch Mind your business, stay in your lane, bitch Oh yeah, I'm the Southern Belle I told y'all once before, I get crazier than hell Get wild up in here, get live up in here Turn up, up in here, burning up, up in here social order where the woman comes first and the female female good male bad man bad women good then anything that is done that is going to is against the female dating strategy which is getting a guy to settle down is going to be lambasted and is going to be frowned upon so i mean these are common shaming tactics that women like to give men saying like you know i i love the term dating with a purpose it's like well and that's when, it, when people say that, it's only people that are talking about dating for marriage. I'm like, what if my purpose of dating is to get laid? Is that not still dating with a purpose? Oh, it's just, it's not dating with the preferred purpose of the gynocentric female first primary social order that we live in, right? So, I mean, look, like, I understand the plight of the woman out there. I really do. I'm not saying I understand it from, uh, you know, I'm in their shoes point of view. I get that women want to be looked at as more than sexual objects. I understand that if women had it their way, they would much rather be sought after because of their intelligence or their competency or their business acumen or their degrees or their IQ or whatever it is. And I'm just sorry to say it's just not. So Moth talks about dating with a purpose, which is fine. Most women these days date with a purpose. Most guys date to get laid. But there are some guys out there that do date with a purpose. They, they have a purpose in mind. They're looking for a mate. They are trying to settle down. They don't, they're tired of like swinging their shit from one girl to the next. But not every man is like that. So I understand that, yes, dating with a purpose can mean that your purpose is different from mine, but my purpose is valid just like your purpose is valid. Let's continue. The reality. For the most part, men are not attracted to the number of degrees you have. They're not attracted to how many dollars you have in the bank. And you look around, and you see this everywhere. It's the same reason why like rich men will marry hairdressers and Hooters waitresses because they don't give a shit about that kind of stuff. But you don't ever, you rarely, if ever, see that on that, that shoe on the other foot. You don't see very high powered women or very, very gorgeous, attractive women that are, are, that are dating dudes that like 
or th- make thirty thousand dollars a year and flip burgers at McDonald's. But you see high value dude and high status guys pulling girls out of the slums all the fucking time. I mean, Kanye West turned Amber Rose into an international superstar, and she was just a fucking stripper. And now she makes millions of dollars doing whatever the fuck she does. So that's the point. It's not that you don't matter. It's just the harsh reality. It's, it's the harsh reality of the world we live in. I wish we could live in a world where everybody's feelings mattered and everybody was kumbaya. It's just not the way the world works. Right? Like, so this is what I have to tell men every single day. It's don't wish the world was different. Wish you were better. You can't get mad at humans as animals for what they are. I cannot get mad at a woman who doesn't see me as her best sexual option for reproduction because she's just a tiger who can't change her stripes. I can't get mad at the ocean for being wet and I can't get mad at the sun for being hot because that's just the way it is. So what do I do with this information? Well, I take it and I strategize and I do what, what can I do to have the best possible outcome for me? That's all it is. That's the same. That's what men need to do. It's the same thing that women need to do. I think a lot of the a lot of the times that you say this though, like a lot of the stuff that you say, like a lot of guys are having transactional sex. I think you should really you should you should change that. You should change that to I would change that to, you know, men who are weak are are having transactional sex. Or men who like you know, unattractive guys are having transactional sex. Cause although, although a lot of guys aren't having sex and, and that's the, tr- that, that is true that, that most guys aren't having sex. That's only, you know, that's because the majority of guys are weak, you know, like, yeah, like a lot of guys are having transactional sex, but if you're, if you're a strong man and you're on your shit, you're not having transactional sex, brother. Like you're, you're straight up not having, you're not a lot of women, women want to fuck you. If you're, if you're confident and you're attractive and, and you're moving, you're moving forward in your life. Like you don't really have to experience transactional sex too much. Yeah. Chase, that's the whole fucking point, dude. I mean, I'm not trying to be crass here and be annoyed at you, but it's like, sometimes dude, I, I like you. You're a young kid. I think you're, you know, you're, you kind of got a, you got a good head on your shoulders. You want to help guys out. But like, sometimes I feel like you want to get on here and argue with me just to argue. And it's like, we don't disagree on a lot of points. Like, so, so getting me to change the language doesn't create change the reality. If I sat here and say every, like 80% of guys are not having sex or 20% of guys are having sex with all the women. I mean, it's the same concept. So like, whether I say weak men or men in this, it's I, I, again, I, we, we don't disagree on a lot of stuff. I just, it, I don't see how that helps move the conversation along. Yeah, just to explain my my last comment, well, the comment that just played, uh, which was uh, letting a woman pay for the first date. All right, so I was saying me, right? I pay for the first date if I'm going to go on a date. Got it. But if, you know, I'm talking about for the new generation, because I'm married, man. I don't don't know. I've been out of the game. But so I'm hearing a lot of men get taken advantage of. And so I'm thinking maybe, you know, also incorporate some some teachings of like what to look for, what not to look for, which I'm pretty sure you're doing. But uh, maybe it's a new day, man, where women can pay for the first date or be invested in the first date, you know, of like, let her. And then the second day from then on, like, yeah, be traditional or whatnot. But... Yeah, I was just explaining that I personally am traditional and I would pay for the first date, but. All right, Tex, I didn't know you were married. No, that makes more sense. I, I, I didn't quite understand. I want to get to 
Miss Smile more. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna try to bounce around some of these messages, guys. Because Chase, I know you've left a bunch, but you know, so I want to try to bounce around to people that I haven't heard from before. But just to just to clarify that point, like, and I think Dex brings up a good point. It's like there's no there's nothing wrong with letting a woman pay for like the second or third date or like splitting third fourth date or whatever, as long as you are in control of the transaction. Like again, you have to be in control of the situation, and you have to be. The woman has to be in your frame at all times. So a common thing I would do if I if a girl is giving me shit, like if I paid for the second date or whatever, and she's giving me shit and she's trying to like do the the card jousting and give it to the waiter, I was like, hey, look, stop. Like, I'm gonna get this, but let's go somewhere after this, and you can pay for a round of drinks. Or, you know, I really love those chocolate chip cookies you baked me last week. Give me another batch of those, and we'll call it even. Because, but again, it's my idea. So she's still contributing, but it's under my guise, under my control. I'm still in control of every interaction. So I'm not letting her make the call. I'm not succumbing to her her will. I'm not letting her exert dominance over me as a man because the more I do that, the less attractive I'm going to be in her eyes. Again, this is not about giving women what they want. It's giving them what they need. They may not always know what they need. They rarely do, actually. <laughs> I got... um. The women who usually say they want to be sought out because of, you know, their intelligence usually don't wear heels and don't look worth half a damn. You know what I mean? Like, I love it when you watch TV and there's some super fat, ugly woman with, like, dyed blue hair. Half her head is shaved. She's got a tattoo somewhere where it shouldn't be talking about, you know, I wish men would stop looking at me like I'm just an object. Like, honey, nobody's looking at you like an object unless you're talking about like a bowling ball or, you know, a battering ram. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, oh, come on, please. Yeah, but that's where you're wrong. Like some men still do. Even the most, see, here's the thing. Even the most bottom of the barrel women out there, some guys in her inbox, in her DMs, in her Instagram comments simping. Some dude out there is texting her, you're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. She could look like Mama June from Honey Boo Boo or whatever the fuck with missing teeth. Dude, you ever watched My 600 Pound Life? None of those motherfuckers are single. They're all fucking uggos. None of the women are. So it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, no matter what, the most bottom of the barrel woman on the planet will always be sought after by more bottom of the barrel men. I understand what you're saying. This is why it's very rare to find a very attractive woman who has a high level of intelligence or has a high level of you know education or a lot of money because they've never had to work for that. They've never elevated themselves or needed to elevate themselves to a level where they've had to do that. They've just been handed things their whole life. So, I mean, I don't disagree, but uh, again, like if we're going to really get down to the point of it, those women, I guarantee, you know, be, and here's why I know over the course of our history as, as a human species, 40% of males have reproduced, which means 60% of men's bloodlines have, have gone extinct. And 99% of all female bloodlines have reproduced. So literally like your chances of, of reproducing as a woman are, are through the roof. Um, now it's a little bit different now, but again, we're talking, you know, in the last 200 years, 300 years, 40 years, 500 years, whatever, we're talking over like millions of years of humans being around or maybe thousands, but either way. Um, but, Yes, to see your point, but we have to uh, we have to unpack that a little further. I think it's not a matter of the reality of the world. Men are designed to be attracted to what they find physically appealing, and women are designed more to look at what a man can do for her. In a sense, you know what I mean. Like go back to tribal days. A woman went after the man who could hunt the best and provided the best, you know, hut for her kids. Versus the man's looking, oh, she's got childbearing hips and a cute face.
facts. Yeah, this chick's fucking base, bro. I dig this. This is good. Back to Chase. Yeah, bro, I agree with the I agree with what the other guy said, you know, dinner. Especially, bro, like, I mean, I don't know who the fuck likes to smash on the fur on a full stomach. You know what I'm saying? Like, if anything, you know, if I if I'm eating dinner with a girl, especially early on, I'm not taking them out. You know, I'll I'll, I'll you know, hang out with them, you know. Give, I'll, I'll talk to him for a little bit. I'll go for the move pretty quick. You don't need to go on a, a dinner date to, to close a deal, my man. So, you know, you can, if she doesn't want to go, come over to your place, maybe go for a walk, you know, meet her at the walk, head back to your place, um, smash, then, then maybe get, get some dinner, cook it at your place or, or maybe go out, whatever, get some, and then, you know, maybe watch a movie and then, you know, smash again. But yeah, man, I just don't like to, uh, I don't like to smash on a full stomach. No one, <laughs> no one, no one likes to smash on a full stomach. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Well said. Here's a love series tip. And we agree with the message that the guy left. It, if you were trying to have the best date ever, the best date ever, in our opinion, this is just our opinion, would include tapas, or better known as appetizers. You want something light, you know, you don't want to be starving on a date, but you still want something that would hit the spot, but you can still drink and be coherent, and you know, if something was to lead to um, a more intimate moment, at least you'll be able to perform. I like paying for the first date because it makes me feel a little bit more independent. Like, I don't need you to pay for my first date type shit. I can pay for my own or we could split. That way I feel like nothing's owed to one another. Just going to hang out as, you know, friends first, obviously, if you start dating. But, uh, yeah, that seems to have worked for me the last few times. And, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but again, like, this is a... I hate to keep dunking on my girl here, but, like, again, this is a feminine imperative. This is a feminine ideal that we're going to get to know each other as friends first. We have to start off as friends without any expectations. Like, sorry, it's not how dating works. Like, if a guy's taking you out, he's trying to fuck you. It means he finds you sexually attractive and he wants to get inside you. I mean, that's just the fucking reality of it. I'm sorry. Like, it's just the way it is. And it's like, I, and I, and I covered this earlier. I said, like, I hear that reason a lot. Women want to pay for days or they're wanting to split because they want to, and they don't want to feel like they owe the guy sex or whatever it is. But like, again, like that, that's all right. That's like assuming that the date is not going well. If you got a guy that checks your boxes and hits your attraction triggers and you're in this dude and you're hot for him, like, you're not worried about paying for the fucking date. You're worried about getting them back to your place or going to his place. And I get feeling the independent thing, but again, it's, it's, it goes back to everything's a risk. Like feeling independent or making your own money is a risk because the more money you make and the more educated you are, the less guys that are going to be around that you're going to be attracted to and you're going to want to date, right? So, you know, sitting around and not uh, getting that high level means that if you do in a good relationship, you're probably not going to have a lot of say or, you know, you're, you're not going to probably live the life you want to live unless you're, you're going to enter that, that guy's frame. I mean, there's, a, there's, there's a ton of things that go into it, but Again, like it's I don't understand women's this 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 obsession with 
I want to be independent and this and that. And I think part of it is because, I mean, the divorce rate is super high and maybe a lot of people are coming from homes where their, their parents were divorced and their mom struggled. I mean, I know for a fact that's what my ex's problem was. Like she was disowned by her dad at 13 and then she watched her mom struggle to sort of pay bills and had to depend on her, her ex-husband for child support and alimony payments while my ex was growing up. And I know she's just like, I'm never going to be that. I'm never going to need to depend on somebody. I want to make my own money and do my own thing. But what she doesn't understand is that like the, the more she goes through life doing this and the higher she gets up on that corporate ladder, the worse she's going to be. And it's, it's, she's going to wake up one day in 40 unless she gets some poor sap to fucking put babies in her within the next three or four years. But even then she pops out a couple of kids and then she's back to looking for the alpha guys. And then she's a single mother and she's miserable. So it's, it's tough out there no matter what, but I mean, Having this holier than now, I'm a strong, independent woman thing. Sorry. I mean, most guys not into it. You know, I just heard this comment. Uh, it was about being fair or something. If you want to be with me, chances are it's probably not going to be fair. It's going to be one-sided. And that's just the boundaries I set. If I'm alone, so be it. Right? So, listen. I'm married, so I've been out of the game. But this is the rules that it was, that applied before I got married. It's just what it is. Men's privileges aren't women's privileges. Men can sleep with multiple women. Women cannot. And it behooves them not to. It, it just really it benefits them not to do that. But I find it funny that people come into your chats or into, even to my chats and they desperately want to be like a candidate for you being me right like like if i'm speaking in the third person um and they they desperately want you to have like a girlfriend and they're afraid you're not going to get one because you have preferences and standards oh what's well, just a shaming tactic right it's like oh have fun being single forever oh like you're never going to go get a girl thinking like that because they think that's that's the only thing they can threaten you with is like you being alone and it's also them projecting they're like, oh, well, if you think like this and how many other guys think like this and like, uh, am I going to have to go be with this guy or am I going to be single forever? No, it's a cope. It's a fucking projection. It's yeah. With this attitude, Mav, you're going to be single forever. I literally had this girl like, like last night. She was like, oh, I can't believe you're single. And I was like, yeah, I hear that a lot. Like I'm single because I have a fucking choice, man. Dude, I, I have three girls. I could call them right now and be like, hey, like I'm dishing all these other girls. Like, let's be exclusive. But I fucking choose to be single. Like, that's the way I like to do it. You know, I like doing my own shit. And to Dex's point. Show me any relationship or any partnership that has ever been 50-50 and worked. There's no such thing as a 50-50 partnership. One person drives the car. The other person sits in the passenger seat. One person drives the boat. The other person's the first mate. There's one president of the United States. There's one CEO of the company. I mean, it's just this myth of the 50-50 making decisions together is not existent. I give, this, I give people this example all the time. And I'm going to get Chase's message here. I didn't mean to go off on him or hand it off to you, but I mean, I'm sure that he's, but again, it's, but, but show me, you know, let's, here's an example. Let's say you want to do X and your wife or your girl wants to do Y and neither one of you are going to budge. Like no matter what, you're not going to compromise and neither is she, but you both have a 50, 50% say in how it gets done. How are we going to go and determine who gets what they want? You're forever locked at an impasse. It's a stalemate. And that shit never gets done that way. You know, the best relationships that I've seen is are, are male led. Now, the woman is not just like sitting there and barefoot and pregnant and doesn't get a say. Like she gets a say, but the final decision is up to the guy in the relationship. Now, like I always say, this is predicated on the guy being a dude that's worthy of making decisions. 
because if he makes too many fuck ups or bad decisions, she's going to bounce on him. He has to show some level of competency that he can actually get shit done and he's worthy of leading and he's worthy of being the final decision maker. But there's no relationship on this planet that is inherently 50-50 that has ever worked out and it will never be that way. So we have a lot to unpack here from our last response. So let's start with the one-sided. Okay. Traditionally, the man is supposed to lead the household. So if the man is leading the household, then there is no 50-50. Okay? Because he's leading the household, so the decision lies with him. He might include you, and he might say, oh, I want to know what your thoughts are. And then you give him your thoughts, but the last decision will lie will lie with him. That is traditionally by the Bible, any Bible out there, any religion out there, the man is supposed to lead the home. And then I want to talk about single because of a choice. I remember when I was dating, I'm not no longer in the dating game, but I remember when I was dating and a lot of men would say to me, hey, why are you single? And, you know, some guys would immediately think, oh, there's something wrong with her or maybe she's, you know, maybe she's a player or something like that. But I'm going to go with Moff here and just say I was single because I wanted to be fucking single. Not because, you know, I couldn't get somebody. I could definitely get someone, but I was waiting for the right one, not the right now. And obviously, eventually, I have found that. But stop putting stipulations on people just because you feel that there might be something wrong or there might be... Um, you know, what's wrong with you? You're beautiful. You have it. You have everything going on for you. You got a job or a career and you have a house or an apartment and you don't, you know, everything's good. You got food in your refrigerator, you know, or I say you drive a nice car. Stop with a stipulation. Some people choose to be single because they are looking for the forever, not the right now. And the relationship 50-50, which we already explained, a relationship is not supposed to be 50-50. When I go on a date or when I went on a date with a guy, I was expecting him to pick up that tab because that is what he's supposed to do. Traditionally, that if you're in a traditional, traditional aspect, Guys are supposed to behave where they lead, even in the date. They lead. Now, with me, I, in the beginning of my relationship with my fiance, I found it a little difficult only because there's an age difference here. I am from Generation X and he is a millennial. And we clashed a little bit. But then after a while, I pulled back. And I did what I was supposed to do, which is allow him to lead. I'm supposed to be his partner in his life, 
his first mate. He is the captain of this ship. Maybe we need to go back to two traditional aspects of how a relationship is supposed to be formed. No, I disagree. I disagree with uh, with with what Daddy Daddy Duck said. He's um, no nah, man. You you should. I'm not saying you shouldn't pay for the first date. I agree with the overall the overall point of this. I'm just kind of um, listening and and kind of trying to in a way swap notes. You know, um, but uh, but yeah, no men should definitely pay for the first date. My whole thing is just don't make it too big of a thing. Uh, don't 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 spend too much money on a woman who you just met. You know, uh, this will, you know, doing that, if you don't spend too much money, that will, you know, that'll keep her, you know, she'll, she'll be confused if you invest too much too quick. And number two, your bank account will be saved. Not that you, you know, even if you're a millionaire, you know, you could, you can put that money into something else that benefits you. If, if you just met the girl, you know, that, that's my whole thing. But yeah, I overall, I agree with this whole, this whole conversation about, uh, men should pay for the first dates. I agree with that. Yeah, if it's not congruent, it's a big risk. Like if you take a girl to an expensive place, a nice place, and it's clearly like not congruent with who you are and that's not your shtick, like it's going to come off like you're trying to impress her. Now, if you have certain co- – like I have certain cocktail bars and speakeasies and places that I love in New York that I go to all the fucking time. So it's like I know what to order there. I know how shit works. I'm not looking around for the menu. I'm not like, oh, I'm not sure how ordering works here. Like I got it. Like I'm setting the frame early on. That's not, I'm not throwing around this shit as a cope, but it's like, I got some fucking class. And like, I'm not taking you to a fucking hole in the wall beer garden or Irish pub where we're going to throw down pints of Guinness. Like we're going to have a fucking $19 cocktail because this shit's delicious and it's classy as fuck. So yeah, I, I think more than, th- more than anything, it's being focused on being, you know, doing things and acting in a way that's congruent. So, you know, maybe you are a guy that likes nice fucking restaurants. Maybe you are a guy that wants to eat five-star course meals every night and maybe you're not but if, if you're not congruent with it or you're acting in a way that's not congruent with how you normally would or your sort of persona yeah she's gonna figure that shit right out quick okay i'm speaking strictly to the ladies right now let these men who want to be men pay for the damn first date put your wallets your coach purses Dunia Burks, whatever the hell you're carrying, put it away and let that man show you what kind of man he's going to be in the future for you. Facts. I've got a story that turns this whole thing on its head. Chad, you stay out of here. Don't you dare. Listen, women love fucking someone who's hot and isn't worth a damn just as much as a man likes fucking a woman just because she's hot. I can tell you firsthand that there have been times where I was out at a club and I saw a guy, thought he was smoking hot, fucked the shit out of him, took him home, and the next morning I'm like, you need to leave. There's no conversation here. I'm not making you breakfast. I don't even want to have breakfast with you. I'm done. Have a nice day. And here's 20 bucks for a cab. That's the least I can do. Bye-bye. Damn, that's cold as fuck. What does it matter who pays for what at the end of the day? I paid for the first date 
like official date that my husband and I went on. We had hung out before that, but with friends involved, you know, so it's kind of like we paid for ourselves or we paid for each other back and forth or, you know, the friend paid or whatever. Um, but our first official date, I took him out to my favorite restaurant or my favorite bar. And then I took him to a restaurant I had never been to before either because we both loved lobster and I paid for it because I invited because that's sort of the rules that I come from. My friends and I, if you invite someone out, you're paying. End of story. I mean, you know. Personally, for my dating life, I can say that I knew right away if a guy was going to be boyfriend potential or if he was going to be fuck buddy potential. And I would know that right away, pretty much, you know. Um, yeah, and if you fell in one of those two categories, and that's usually where you ended up. Studies say that within the first 30 seconds of being intimate with a man, a woman can tell if you will be their life partner. Now you know. I mean, that's no secret. Like, women will know, women know within the first five minutes if they're going to fuck that dude or not. Here, here's the thing a lot of guys don't understand. No guy has ever talked himself into sex. He's only talked himself out of sex. So, I mean, guys think they've got to jump through a bunch of hoops and they've got to, like, say the right things and do the right this. Like, most of getting laid, dude, it's just not fucking up. It's just not doing shit that's going to turn a woman off. It's it's be attractive, don't be unattractive. Um, it, it really, like, it's as simple as you can pull. Like, oh, what do you mean? Like, oh, platitudes. Like, anyway. Um, yeah, look, I, I get it, man. I, I just, I don't recommend that guys don't pay for dates. I don't recommend a guy goes Dutch. I'm not saying there aren't every now exceptions to the rule. But on the balance of probabilities, you're going to be, again, like it's with anything else. It's why run the risk. It's simple. It's easy. It's something that is going to be more attractive to a woman than not. You may run the risk where she doesn't give a fuck. But on the balance of probabilities, like most women do not like guys that show penny pinching or frugal spending or they're, you know, I've had girls that don't even consider those dates. I asked a girl one time, I was like, when's the last time you were on a date? She was like a year ago. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, because every time a guy goes out with me, he like makes me split the bill and I don't consider that a real date. And she's like, guarantee I'm not going to see him again. So like, I talk to chicks about this all the time. But again, like, it's not, I'm, I'm also talking about first dates where there's no prior connection. You knew this guy already. I mean, like, the pressure is not off. Like, he probably was attractive to you in other ways and he, you saw him attractive, you know, another, it's just, it's one of those things where it's not a make or break, but it's something that's so simple. It's just like not fucking up. That's really what it is. It's just like, don't make that mistake. You could get into a situation where you're putting in a ton of work and you're getting the girl and she's into you and all of a sudden fucking check comes and you're scrambling like, Oh, who needs to pay for what? And it's just, you, the 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 air comes completely out of the balloon and the room just all it gets sucked out of the room it's just an unnecessary risk just pay for the fucking day listen muff i'm going to i'm going to say this i i've i'm not going to toot my own horn here but you know i i've slept with with a lot of women okay i've slept with a lot of women and you went i'm not saying you haven't i'm saying that i'm sure you have you seem like a guy that that you know that has slept with a fair amount of women but you'll realize after a while that if you're not dating with a purpose, if you're not dating for, if you're just dating to get laid, then overall you're going to look back in a couple years. And I, I've, I came across this myself. You're going to have nothing to show for it. All right. You're going to have a lot of good times with a lot of women. 
um, you're not going to remember a lot of them, to be honest with you. You're not going to remember a lot of a lot of these a lot of these girls, and you're not going to have anything to show for it, man. I'm not hating on you. I'm just saying that if you're not dating for a purpose, then there's not then you're just wait like for the most part you're just wasting your motherfucking time. All right. If you're not dating for a reason, there's no reason to be doing it, my man. Yeah, but that okay. This this just speaks to exactly what I said. You understand how. When people say date with a purpose, they always mean date for a long-term relationship, or they always mean date for the purpose of monogamy. I get to decide what the purpose is. Like dating for a purpose is automatically shaming somebody who wants to date someone to have good. Why is it not enough to be able to spend time with somebody, to have fun with somebody, and to have that lead to a sexual romantic relationship, and, and even if it's casual, right? Like if I wanted to have just sex, like it wouldn't be dating. I enjoy dating. I enjoy the company of women. I enjoy flirting and being romantic. I enjoyed that kind of stuff. If I was just worried about getting laid, I would just fucking buy it, dude. I would just go out and get a hooker. Like if I was like, I'm only going out with this chick, the banger, I'd fucking get a hooker. I mean, that's all I'm saying. But again, I, there are plenty of successful guys out there. Never married, never had long time. And even if it is an LTR, man, I'm not, I'm not swearing off of this never going to get into a long-term relationship, never going to have kids. I really don't know what it's going to hold. I'm only, I mean, I'm 29 fucking years old. Like I would, I'm not even going to consider getting into anything committed long-term where I have to put my tools away to get date to get dates and get women for the next probably three to four years, if not five or six. But again, like these are, these are feminine imperatives saying like, well, we're, tr this is what I'm hearing every day. We're trying to shame men into, what women want guys to do, and that's to wife them up and settle down and put babies in them so they don't, you know, that, that that's what it all boils down to, man. So, like, I know you're in a relationship, and I know part of this is trying to justify your own decision makings, and, and you think that that's the key to everything is to be in a long-term relationship or a monogamous thing. That's cool, man, but, like, just sit here and say that everyone's purpose has to be the same or everybody has to, you know, being an LTR to be successful. I just don't fucking buy it, dude. I just don't buy it. There's plenty of dudes out there happily unmarried. You know, I, I know far more guys that went through the divorce grinder who bought into this. You got to get into a long-term relationship. You got to get married. You got to do the right thing. They, they believe with all of their heart and their mind and their soul. This is the right thing for them to do. And then they fucking lost everything. And now they live in a one bedroom apartment and they got nothing to show for it because they got put through the divorce machine. I know a lot more of those guys than I know about, you know, that, that I have than, than guys that I don't. So, I mean, I, I don't buy it, man. And so, again, this is very, this seems to be like very blue pill platitudes, like have to get into an LTR. Like you're going to look back and nothing to show for it. Like I'm going to have a lot of great times, a lot of great memories with people that I actually enjoy being around. Part of, part of being red pilled and having to choose who I date with and spend my time around is just that I have the freedom to do whatever the fuck I want with whoever I want. Because I enjoy it. I don't do stuff for like my fucking health, dude. If I didn't like going out with women and spending time with them and going out on dates and getting to know them, and I, I wouldn't. I would just like go to Backpage or I would just walk the fucking streets at 2 a.m. with $1,000 in my pocket. Or I'd just go to the fucking strip club and go to the champagne room three times a week. You know what I mean? So it's not about that. But this idea that it's if you're not dating a woman to make her your potential wife or long-term relationship means that it's not purposeful. I don't buy it. It's nonsense. You're not dogging on me. I appreciate it, man. I, I like hearing your point of view. This is just my point of view on things. So, I mean, agree to disagree, dude. You know, it's worked for me and what's worked, you know, what you've done has worked for you. So. 
Either way, if I was 10 years older, I'd totally throw it to you, but it's neither here nor there. I do not understand people who say, oh my God, I don't want to feel like I owe somebody something. If somebody buys you dinner, you don't owe them anything. I'm going to teach my daughter for certain. Just because somebody buys you something, no matter what it is. I don't care if the person buys you a fucking car, a house, you don't owe them anything. Especially if you didn't ask for it. You know, if you ask somebody for something, like, hey, can you buy me a house? Then maybe, yeah, you kind of owe the person. Especially if you say, and I'll pay you back. But if you don't, and that person happens to buy you a house, you don't owe them shit. They just bought you a house. Fuck it. And dinner? Seriously? Come on. I'm talking about a house here. You're talking about, like, a what? A $100 dinner? Even if it was like a $3,000 dinner. I don't know you shit. You fed me. That's nice. Yo, shout out to Rock and shout out to Al Goodman. What's up, boys? Good to have you. I, I, guys, I'm trying to get... There's so many fucking messages here. Like, I'm going to try to bounce around to people that I haven't heard from yet. I'll try to get to all of them, but just know, like, I'm not going to get to every single one. I'll tell you about it so you can have a show on it and see what people say. All right, that's a deal. I wasn't going to look for that new stuff. Um, why do you have to go out on a date? Why, uh, why can't you just get together and, you know, bang it out? I don't understand what you, what, what's the problem here? Yeah, I don't. I find nothing wrong with two consenting adults having sex, whether it's the first date or the last date or whatever date. I ha- I see nothing wrong with this. Now, there were one time back in the day where, and I even made my fiance um, right now wait to have sex with me. And it was, I don't know if it was just a, I didn't want to think I was a hoe thing or make him, or I didn't want him to think that I was a hoe and, you know, that's all I was after. Or I was trying to show him that I was wifey material. I don't know what was going on through my mind, but now looking back, I should have just banged it out. Fuck it. I think that's, I don't think that's a real message. Um, Cause most women are not down for that. Most women are not down for the one night stand. I mean, if you spend any time with women, spend any time on a dating app, the number one thing you'll see is no one night stands no hookups, blah, blah, blah. I mean, like we all know a lot of that time, like women will break that rule for guys. They deem alpha, but most chicks are not going to just come to your fucking house and fuck you, dude. Like it's not how the fucking world works. Like women hate that because it goes against it because why do they hate that? Because it goes directly against their, their mating strategy. They want to get a high value guy and lock him down and keep him locked down. Like that's why women hate the one night stand because they don't want to feel like they're a being used or they don't want to feel like you're banging other chicks. or they don't want to feel like, you know, they, if, if you win, they lose basically. That's what it is. That, that is the, that's what's so difficult about women, men and women's mating strategies. They're not, they don't work in conjunction. They work adversary. Like they're against each other. Men want to sleep with a bunch of women of one time. Women want to sleep with one guy a bunch of times. They're complete opposites. So for one person's mating strategy to succeed, the other person's strategy must fail. A woman has to if, if she wants to get with a guy, if, if, he wants to bang a bunch of women and, and have a bunch of chicks around. A woman has to abandon her mating strategy, which is getting one guy to settle down to her exclusively. Same thing for a dude. If, if she wants him to settle down with just her exclusively, he has to abandon his opportunity of sleeping with a bunch of different women. It has to abandon his sexual strategy. So they're adversarial. So often it doesn't work. Like, but yeah, man, go text the girls in your phone book or go on a dating app. 
and just say, hey, come over and fuck and, and get back to me and let me know how it works out for you. So I feel like <clears throat> the first date, uh, the guy should definitely pay for, especially if he invited the girl out somewhere specific. Um, I think like with me and my boyfriend, we just kind of, I try to, I don't know what you're supposed to do. I try to do it so we're like kind of taking turns. Like, unless he specifically invited me out somewhere where it's like, he invited me to this expensive place, it's like, yeah, if you invite me, I'm not going to try to pay for it. But if it's just like we both decide on somewhere to go together, then usually I will, uh, you know, offer to pay for it. Like, in turns, like, he paid last time, I'll try to offer to pay this time. Yeah, it's fine. Like, again, again, this is more geared towards first date, and we're talking about keeping attraction and building attraction. I mean, look... Like I said before, like I've got no problem for when paying for like a circuit or third or fourth date or whatever, as long as the guy is the one who's keeping it under control. Like I would always make it a point if I'm out with a chick and like I, I'm going to pay or she goes to pay and then we get into a little, you know, we want to get into a little, I don't even say argument, like a little tiff or a little back and forth. It's just like, no, you got the last two. I'm getting this one. I was like, no, 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 listen, I'm getting this one. You can get the next one. And then she's like, okay. Like, as long as I'm keeping in control of the interaction and I'm still owning the process and I'm still, it's under my control and things are going the way I want them to go, I got no problem. It, does, it makes no difference to me. It's not about the fucking money. See, this is what people don't own a fucking stand. It's not about the goddamn money. If you're worried about the money, it means you're fucking broke and you don't know what you're doing. It's not about the money. It's about showing that you're in control of the situation and as the man, you're taking the lead and you're doing your job by being the man in the relationship. You are the captain driving the ship. You are the driver behind the wheel of the car. You are making the, you are planning and you are, you, you are delegating the direction of this relationship and your interactions. It's not just about, well, like I paid for the last two and that was $200. So like, if you get the next three, that'll probably end up $300 and I'll get the next one, which would be a hundred dollars. And then we'll be even like, oh my fucking God, dude, I'll punch that dude. If he ever says that kind of shit in front of a girl, it's not about that. It's not about the fucking money. It's about understanding that you're in control of the relationship as a man and you're directing it where it needs to go. It's not about who's, it's not about the dollar. Yes, just for clarification, this is about dating tips for men, but women, it's nothing wrong with listening in and taking notes, okay? Now, in response to the young lady who just left the message, she was talking about how her and her person, you know, switch off. Yeah, we're, we're definitely, the topic is first dates. Um, but once you get in a relationship, obviously the rules change. Um, there's nothing wrong with taking turns. But as a first date, I don't know you. I'm trying to gain clarity on who you are as a partner or who you are as a person as far as your morals and values, I do believe that men should pay for the first date. Hands down, bottom line, black and white, facts. Figure. It's about she's operating in your frame according to the way you want things to go. It's not the other way around. It's not about how can we... It's not a fucking business transaction. It's not a negotiation. It's... And it's... I'm, I, pay attention to how I said it. I didn't say, I'll get this one, but do you want to get the next one? No, it's, I'm going to get this one and you can, you'll get the next one. I'm telling her what's up. 
I'm not asking her. She's like, would you feel comfortable getting the next one as long as I get this one? No, dude. It's this is what's up. This is the deal. And that's just the fucking way it is. And here's the thing. Girls love that shit. Girls love being told what to do. Anybody that disputes that doesn't doesn't understand it or is lying. Girls just love being told where to be, what to wear, when to show up, get ready for fun because they don't want to put the fucking work in, dude. Like women don't want to lead relationships. Guys need to get this shit through their thick fucking heads. The 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 worst thing I've seen Here's the thing guys do a lot of times when they're trying to set dates with women. They're trying to find out. They ask a bunch of fucking questions because they're trying to plan like the perfect date. They're like, well, what kind of food do you like to eat? When do you like to typically go out? Or what day of the week is your favorite to go? And they're like, blah, blah, blah. And they're trying to say, okay, she told me her favorite day is Tuesday. She likes to go out 8 o'clock or later. She likes Mexican food. And her favorite drinks are margaritas. And she likes nachos. Okay, so let's go. Like, because you bored her to fucking death through this interview. Here's the thing most guys don't get. Most women will do stuff that like they fucking they hate or that they're well, not that they hate or they're bored by, but most women are down for fucking anything as long as they don't have to make the plans. God, I'll say that again. Most women are down to do anything if they don't have to make the plans. If you're just assertive and you're like, let's go do this, she'll be like, okay. I get to wear my new shoes that I bought, or I get to wear my new dress, or I get to try the new hairstyle that I wanted to do. Oh, like we're going to this fucking concert. Oh, I never, I don't care. I've never heard this band. Now, oh, whatever. It's still a good time. Like no matter what, I still get to go out and have a good time. Like just fucking do the work, man. And too many guys are focused on the perfect thing and they don't know like every question you ask her. I try to ask as little questions as humanly possible. Like what part of the neighborhood, what part of the city are you in? What neighborhood are you in? And when are you free? Done. Tuesday, eight o'clock, wear this. Tuesday, eight o'clock, meet me here. See you then. It's fucking easy, man. Holy shit, there's a lot of messages. Dating with a purpose? Are you fucking kidding me? How <laughs> old is this kid? Uh, Chad, go easy on him. Uh, Alchemist is 23? No, nah, man, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that, you know, a lot of guys um, with options will will say that, you know, um, you know, the, the, they just won't really have a purpose. It'll basically just be a decision that will lead by lust. No, if you, if you want to, you know, get experience with women and, you know, sleep around and do all that stuff, that's cool, man. That's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying it just, I'm just saying like, make sure you have a purpose for it. Like make sure that you, there's a reason why you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, that, that, that was my whole thing. Yeah, but every time somebody says date with a purpose, it means dating for monogamy. If I say my purpose is to have a good time and bang chicks, that's not good enough, apparently, right? Like, that's not with a purpose because that's not with the purpose that we're being sold is the actual purpose of dating. So that's whenever I hear somebody say date with a purpose, it means dating for marriage or dating for monogamy. When I think my purpose of dating is like, I want to have good times with the opposite sex because I like sex and I like having good times with women. Is that, I mean, why is that not good enough? And now it's like, oh, well, you're going to look back on that and you're going to have a bunch of you have nothing to show for like fuck no dude i'm gonna have a bunch of awesome times like dude i don't want to be on the fucking front porch thinking about oh remember when we did this remember we did that reminiscing i want to be out doing shit in the world this is something my dad talks about me all the time he's like don't you ever want to be with somebody you can look back and say hey remember we did this I'm like no dude i want to be out there doing that shit i don't be on the fucking front porch when i'm 40 or 50 like reminiscing about the good old times i want to be doing the good old times till i'm fucking 90 i'm gonna get there and live fucking life man so, like, I don't understand this whole purpose shit. I can definitely tell you there's a lot of women out there that are gold digging 
dirty fucking rat bastard cunts. Sheesh. For sure. Language. It's, infor- it's unfortunate for my own kind, you know, but it, we're not all like that. But I do know very well to a lot of women that have put their guys through the ringer after divorce, man. It's like, what's the fucking point, dude? Sheesh, Billy Jean, I'm putting you on timeout for that language. My goodness, we don't allow that in my channel. I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you don't hear very many, you don't hear very many stories of the opposite. You don't hear very many women out there saying, I lost everything in my divorce to my fucking rat bastard of a husband. You're rarely, if ever, going to ever hear that, but you can go on the internet and look up any fucking internet forum and just be like, oh, guys commiserating over divorce, thousands of hits immediately right off the bat. So, uh, yeah, it's. Very rarely is the shoe on the other foot. I'm far behind these messages, guys. I'm sorry. I keep putting them in. I'm gonna try to. I'm not gonna get all of them. I promise. I'm gonna try to get to most of them, but I'm, I'm certainly not gonna get to all of them. Yo, shouts out to Griswold. Yeah, I think uh, you're accepting your new position, right? Like I say it in my shows, women are in a masculine's position nowadays. So, you know, good for you. Good for you. You gave him twenty bucks. Yo, man, that's what that's why we that's how we roll, huh? That's how we're that's how us dudes do it. That's right. Yeah, I, well, I can't say I agree with that. Oh, I mean, my dad always gave me the advice, you know, and this is coming from an old Hispanic former Marine. So, you know, him only having two girls as daughters was kind of like, don't depend on anybody to take care of you but yourself. So that's always kind of been instilled in my brain. And I've always kind of lived that way. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Again, but like, we also have to understand like every attitude we take, every choice that we make has consequences. If like, look, if you're focused on, I want to be independent, like, okay, you're going to be independent. Like, so, you know, I mean, if we don't understand the way men and women work in conjunction with one another and what they want out of each other, I mean, it's, it's, it's the same thing as it's like, what society is telling women like go to school and get a good job like go get your master's degree go be a fucking doctor go get a phd and make make and don't try to settle down for a man until you've got everything and taken care of and you're making six figures and then they're looking around like where the fuck are all the guys because what you've done is you basically priced yourself out of the market and it's it's because that's what we're telling people like i understand that what we tell like hey don't ever depend on somebody because you should be able to take care of yourself because people will inherently let you down but it's also like how can you expect to get somebody that is going to want to be attracted to that like how do you get if it's you know i don't want this fucking strong independent woman dude i'm not sitting here i saying i need a damsel in distress that is incompetent and just falls apart at every little thing but it's like i understand as a man like i'm gonna take care of shit and get shit done so I'd much rather a woman just like fucking trust me that I'm going to get my stuff done because that's the role that I take on for myself rather than expecting her to be like, well, she doesn't need me, but like she's independent. So I don't have to worry about it because if anything else that takes the pressure off of me, which makes me slack off, which makes her lose attraction for me. That's why part of the reason to work out with me, my past girl, man, because like super independent, made her own fucking money, got did her own shit. She didn't need me for Jack. And it's like, she didn't depend on me. She didn't need me. Like, she could do whatever she wanted. Like, there was nothing like that. There was no, you know, it was just, what am I fucking here for? Help split the fucking rent and take care of the dog when she doesn't want to? Stuff to think about, you know? 
I think a lot of people make the mistake of thinking, oh, when I get married, that person is for me and only for me and shouldn't do anything with anyone else. Okay, if you could marry a man who, let's say, went to Thailand and had a great time, the odds are he's going to want to still flirt with other women. There's nothing wrong with flirting. Flirting keeps you healthy, keeps you young. It's a fun thing to do. I'm not saying you should allow your husband or your wife to go out and fuck every Tom, Dick, and Harry, Jane, and June, but... You know, I think a lot of people have this concept of marriage as being on lockdown when in reality, you should be able to be married with someone and still be totally open and enjoy each other and enjoy what each other enjoys. I'm not saying having threesomes necessarily, but, you know, people lock shit up in safes and vaults and and don't disclose it to their significant other. And then all of a sudden, boom, divorce. Like, what'd you expect, moron? I have tried out this theory of the multiple women thing. And I've heard that a man's true nature is to be polygamous and a woman's true nature is to be monogamous. Okay, so after me and my fiance got a little bit serious, I asked him, I said, hey, baby, um, have you ever thought about doing a threesome? And he just looked at me, you know, with that weird eye, like, the fuck are you talking about? And he's looking at me like, nah, that's not happening. And then he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to have nothing to do with it. He didn't want to practice it. He didn't want another woman to be in our bedroom. Nothing. And then I got, I went a little deeper on why don't you want to do this? Because, duh. It's a man's true nature to be polygamous. So to have many women and to spread their seed, okay? And he told me the reason why. And with me and my my fiance, uh, there's sometimes a language barrier because his first language is not English. So I have to really intently listen to what he's trying to say. And what he said in so many words is that... Um, yo, I did that when I was, you know, from the time I was 16 to the time, from the time that I was 16 to right now, well, not even right now until like five years ago, I, I had pussy for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And so I guess some men, they, they find, they did all that. They've had enough. And now they're looking for that one person that they could be with and share the rest of their life with. So not, I don't believe that all men, alpha men, and my guy is very machismo, alpha, I'll fuck you up, you touch my family, my woman, or whatever. Man, they don't want to be with a bunch of women. They are on a different purpose. They're family, fitness, and finance. That's his focus right now. He's not chasing pussy. That's not his focus. Not all alpha men want to chase pussy. Okay, Love Series fans, here are your credits. The show was hosted by your girl Keisha B and Moth from Stereo. Music by Anchor FM. And our featured song for this show was by Miley Cyrus, Do Your Thing. Remember, love is something that we have within us all. 
show me yours. Until the next time, peace. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Have a wonderful morning, evening commute. We'll see you next time. Take care.